are now tuned in to the Free Play Media Podcast Network. We are live. Chris Denman. Travis Terrell. The great Rich Voss in studio. What's up, man? One S. How's it going? (laughs) One S. Rich, uh, we had a great time with you on the radio show a few months back with your album release. You called in. You've been bothering me in my Twitter DMs for a few months now to get back. You had such a good time. You had to come back, man. I don't blame you. I'd rather... I'd rather watch my dog eat my kid than be here right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm so no, sorry. That's I, know, not, I, know, I, I didn't mean to I, project that into your head, No, man. I really love doing podcasts in the back of some third world restaurant. Yes. Uh, yes. Like, many many never, nations represented. I would have never found this place for, for some guy outside. And it's a beautiful studio. You look at it. Yeah. You're going, look, all the, look at this. It's a great, it's unbelievable. unbelievable. Yeah. And walking through here, looking at the other studios and the, uh, uh, the sound equipment and all going this is the real deal why is this like some cia bullshit hidden <laughs> hidden behind you know like i feel like when i walked through the door i felt like maxwell smart uh <laughs> coming in you know to some fucking and then i come in here and see these fucking broken toys uh, and then it's back to reality it is yeah, okay no, I, i've that. found it yeah but may i take this one travis we can't have nice things in St. Louis. If we put all the flashy stuff out front, you got a broken window every night. Somebody's kind of trying. They will take a pair of headphones and trade it for a baby, man. It's, it's know, rough here. Do you know I rented a car. I said, I need something with a trunk. Go on. I put my golf clubs in. Uh-huh. And they didn't have anything with a trunk. So now I got to take them into my hotel room every night because, and, and I'm not even in St. Louis. Yeah, you know. where you're staying, you're staying at the Funny Bone. No, Compton. Uh, I, uh, uh, no, I mean, Rich uh, is the Funny Bone all weekend long, by the way. You guys yes. need to go check out his stand-up. Uh, what's today? Friday? Friday, Saturday, yeah. Sunday. Uh, great club. Yeah, great very club. fun. I love Last that Last night was fun. Uh, look, anywhere you go, uh, it's not St. Louis. It's not, uh, you know, Jersey. It's, it's not Connecticut. It's not uh, Ohio. Anywhere you go, you leave stuff in your car crack addicts will travel oh, no doubt. you know what i mean no and doubt. now no, meth really, addicts really. trumped crack addicts right you know and you know i think meth addicts don't really have the strength to break a window like a crack sure. addict you know what i mean but you know what i mean no it needed to be said yeah. my wife is so stupid you know your wife always, yeah she always uh try you know we're going in somewhere to leave something i go you can't leave that in your car dummy Put in a trunk because there's signs know. all over St. Louis saying it's not our fault. Your car gets broken into. Take it in. There's no yes. culpability for public service around here at all. You're the fucking idiot if you leave it in there. Well, it's everywhere though. It's not you know. I mean, St. Louis. I'm sure is as beautiful and as nice places as, as anywhere. Sure. You know. Uh, I know. Smart man. He's going to be here for the next few days. He no, knows they're, they're look at I, since I came, I tattooed two cardinals on my arm because <laughs> I know it's you. coming here. No, very know? nice. That's uh, a good thought. <laughs> you know, when I was in Baltimore. I 
tattooed some Orioles. Orioles <laughs> <in the room. laughs> uh, yeah. I was it. working in orphanage, so I tattooed three kids' names on my <laughs> arm. Oh, wow. You know, oh, I was doing that peace. orphanage weekend. <laughs> and, you know, I was doing a 12-step program, so I tattooed that here. Very nice. And I, I did a show at the Holocaust Museum, so ah, I tattooed the, the Never Again. Good for you. you know, <laughs> So, you know, you're moving I, forward. So I try to appease the people I'm working with tattoos. <laughs> you know, you're I can't smart wait man. to get her name tattooed yeah, on my Jada's body. Jada's in the house today, fresh off of filming for Float Trip, a horror movie. Slash and she, she, yeah, softcore. I think Cinemax is looking at them. Jada won't keep her hands off Rich. It's kind of embarrassing no. how she's fanning out. Well, a big it, fan of Opie and Anthony and, and all really, of your work. I heard of them. Uh, I heard they're not uh, together anymore. No, not not no. working too well together these days. Uh, does she do anything here, or just is she, she does, she's, she's supposed to be taking pictures, and oh. I think she's going to get uncomfortably close to you throughout the conversation. If like, because being that it's below zero in here, do you guys have <laughs> coffee anywhere, or you don't have coffee? Can you get coffee with a milk and a Splenda? Or a sweet and low with milk. Look but if that. you can, I don't want you to go out of your way. Oh, oh no, no, no. <laughs> That's security oh, slash like insert. That's a nice shirt. Okay. <laughs> Take your time. About him after he leaves. Please don't stop and have a meatloaf milkshake on the way. <laughs> Justin taking heat. Uh, That's good. Uh, and you know what? He's such a, he, we call him the sad rhino. He's the softest inside. If you, if you raise your voice to him, he's like, I'm sorry, sir. How could I and wrestle loves him you. without trying to it. suck his tits? How could I possibly <laughs> wrestle him without fucking trying to wrestle finger the diabetes bang out of him? Man. <laughs> no, but I would never stand for him because you know everybody has their own uh, addictions and weaknesses. And, sure, you know demons. Yeah, you right. know. So and he's young, and you know you don't want to. You don't want to fucking destroy the yeah, what, you do. what you speck of self esteem he must have. <laughs> Okay, you know what? And uh, all right, no, uh, so what did she? What did I tell you? No, that's not him. Okay, that's, I thought uh, you because I because you called your your wife and I said oh, she's not going to call you back. She's going to text you. Yeah, that's, that's what women do. They won't answer your phone. They will happily text you. Yeah. Well, you well, so shit, we've got right Rich Voss in studio. That's my response from the great Ian Bag. Make sure that's okay to read. I just want to make sure. <laughs> so so, Ian so and Rich we're, this back. is a great pod. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and so now Ian is trying to connect the dots. As yes. to how oh, with knows. me? Oh, yes. yeah. yeah. I, I don't have those pictures anymore. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Uh, what do you call it? It was me going down on this girl. And, and, and you is... could see just my eyes. And, I look in, and it looked like I was eating candy. Yeah. Or like, it looked like a little squirrel. And I mean, I was. this girl was hot. She was a fucking smoking. First time you ever met Ian Bag, you're like, hey, check this out. Is that probably? That's the way he told it. <laughs> yeah. That's the way he told probably. it. Take a look at this. Mm, that's how I do it. That's how I do it. Okay, that's it? I'm not like your co-host. He, <laughs> all, he only eats oh, pussy. Ain't it, going. He only if it's fried. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not me. You know, I don't need hot sauce. I'll eat it straight the fuck up. <laughs> ain't no sugar on it. No, that's right. Rich Voss gets straight to it. Thank you. Yeah, uh, uh, Justin, don't listen back. Is all no, we're talking about eating pussy. You, you eat pussy? Fucking legs, neck, and torso, huh? <laughs> but you're married. How long are you married? Uh, two years, actually. Oh, see, two years married. You probably kissed during sex, right? No. Now, it, wait, I only fucked my wife from behind and yelled, don't turn around. Okay. <laughs> 
Well, Tell got, about your wife, Justin. Yeah, yeah. She works uh, in college here in town. Uh, we met online, actually. Oh, you're burying so, the lead, pal. Oh, she's uh, the same color tone as my friend Travis, so. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, it's no big deal. What's wrong with that? So <laughs> she found herself a cosigner. <laughs> no, no, I found myself a cosigner. Yeah. <laughs> my daughter my daughter goes out with a black, lives with a black dude. I don't give a fuck about that. My mom, <laughs> let me tell you this. In the early 50s, my mom dated a black guy before she met my dad. Are you serious? And, it was a beautiful story how they met. Uh, she walked over to his water fountain, and then <laughs> they, they, took, they, took, they took the same bus home separately. Good. Good to hear. Rich, uh, it's such a beautiful story. They, they, they made a movie about it. I think it's called Loving, right? Yeah. 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 That's, that's the story. Yeah. Now we know the real story. beautiful. It's yeah. based on my mom. Wow. That's it. It's heartwarming. It. <laughs> I, did, I did want to ask you this, though. Obviously, you were on the first, obviously, white comedians to do deaf comedy jam. I was the first. Yeah, the first. Yeah, Travis, show I, the man some respect. I, I'm curious, though. I, I've, I've, we've had conversations about this before in the past. Are black rooms, white rooms, like, how, are they 180 differences as far as working as a comedian? Because I feel I've seen... Well, but they're not the same. They're, no, no, here's the difference. First of all, a black room, just a lot of differences uh -huh. now. A black room aren't as uptight and politically correct as white people. When black people go yes. out, it's a fucking event. Right. Usually, right. it's a fucking event. You saw it. They're D wearing the best boy, clothes, huh? DC Curry was yeah. at, was here last. I went and I was literally myself, and my girlfriend, Which, all, two of three white people okay. in the crowd. There's a there's a lot. Well, one, the staff isn't getting tipped. We know that. <laughs> there, we know yeah, that. that yes. Okay, uh, but black audiences, if they fucking like you they they love yes. they, they they give it up like white audiences get so up i'm so sick of white people looking at the black person to see if he's laughing you know these pants <laughs> oh, right, and then, right, right, you right. go fuck yourself you're the first one to lock your car doors when that guy crosses the street <laughs> don't act like you're fucking down okay you pandering fucking jerk thank you but uh also a black or you know a black audience i've done i i remember when i was doing uh HBO, mm -hmm. uh, Def Jam, and and the uh, warm up guy came out. It was it was a uh, guy Tory. He was doing warm up there for 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 the, and he said, "Look, this is not the Apollo. We can, we don't boo here. We don't fucking boo. This is HBO. There's no fucking boo." And the Apollo, I've done that too. Right. You, and I, you can get booed at the Apollo. That's they were known for booing motherfuckers. Right. Okay, <laughs> motherfuckers is how we talk. So <laughs> what I'm saying. So on HBO. And I remember I was there when I was taping that week, but they right. were taping all week, so I went to watch one show. So this black comic came out, one, he's wearing a all gold outfit, all right. strike one. He looked like a, a right. fucking Century 21 salesman. <laughs> you, if you wear the wrong sneakers in a black audience, yeah, listen, if you, came, if you came out with Reebok pumps, you know, what the fuck, get some Jordans pump. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So there's a lot. So he comes out, and his first bit is first of all i'm not from new york i'm from canada and good night right, and this is in new york he's oh, bombing so f and when a black audience can't boo you this is what you heard throughout the room mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. child mm. <laughs> but like i said a black audience so you got 25 seconds or 30 maybe to be fucking funny right you know uh, I haven't done an all black room in in years. Right. I used to do them, but I'd rather do a mixed audience. Right. You know, people are people. You know, yeah, what I'm saying? Sure. Uh, a mixed audience, and and 
you know, and and hopefully the white people don't get so fucking uptight over, you know. Right. But, you know, it, it is. People are people. But when you get, look, I've done all fucking Jewish audiences, which are probably the fucking worst. And they're my people. You know, right. they're fucking, you know, you, they're just, you Can't know. Can't be bothered I, to laugh? No, you, I could trash Arabs and, and they'll fucking... Oh, you know, go fuck yourself. You know, half of no Hitler wasn't bad if you got to know him. You know, go fuck yourself. You, you, you know, what I mean, yeah. you, you get so much fucking. Uh, what is it? Uh, I, I don't know. They're too. Is it hesitation? I don't. know. I think they're too, uh, too laid back. Mm-hmm. Too, you know, like, you know, too many num- say, too many say, numbers on the mind. Say, say when some like Leonard Jeffries, who's big anti-Semite, uh, he was a professor at a college, you know, what did they take an ad out in the fucking ACLU paper? You know, they don't, they're not as outgoing as, uh, or uh, as, as like, you know, Black Lives right, Matter right. or, or, uh, you know, the Aryan Brotherhood or whatever, you yeah, know, yeah, you right, know yeah. they, this is our agenda. You know, and 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 we're gonna, you know, Jews are more laid back and and right. I guess passive. And hey, don't worry about it; it'll pay. You know what I mean? Right. It, it just seems you don't have as many radical right, fucking right. Jews as you do. Like you know, during you know the Black Panthers, you know, uh, who I I I fucking admire. You know, uh, Eldridge Cleaver, Huey Newton, right. Stokey Carmichael. They weren't about. They weren't about really hating white people. They were about advancing black people. Right. They're you know just like Malcolm X. You know his his tone was, "Hey, we could do this shit. We don't need them." Right. You know what I right. mean? Right. And and Jews do that, but they do it secretly. Is not as outgoing. Does right. that make sense? No, it makes a ton of sense. You know, is, when, and obviously you've worked with comedians from all walks of life. Mm-hmm. How, how easy was it for you? To, to get through that barrier, if there is one. Because I feel like no, with most well, comedians, I, it's just like, hey, you're here to be funny. But I would imagine you trying to break some of those cultural barriers can be tough sometimes, especially in an industry like comedy. No, well, now I grew up in a black neighborhood. It was black and white. Like, the front of my house front mm-hmm. was was white people. The, the side door, the back, the side street was all black dude. It was right. an all black mm-hmm. neighborhood. And obviously, we played there on the right. side. We didn't play on the main front row. We would have gotten run over. <laughs> right. So on Richmond Street was all black. So I grew up, you know, yeah, a lot of white people and a lot of black people, but on that block was all black people. Right. So that's where I'd hang right. on Rudy's house. And that is true. Black people do sit on porches during the summer. Right. We would hang out there, you know, and then I would beg to have dinner over his house because his mom, <laughs> you know, the Muslims would come sell fish. Right, right. And I, don't, I think it was whiting or whitefish mm-hmm. or whatever. And his mom, the best fucking fish. And, you know, I didn't have this shit. Greens, <laughs> right. you know, uh, fucking macaroni and cheese at mm-hmm. another level. So I would hang there and try to eat over as much as I could. <laughs> right. You know, or else go home and eat some fucking dumb brisket or some bullshit. <laughs> so, but no also, traditional, like, Jewish uh, yeah. fish or anything like uh, that? Yeah, kefilta. Oh. Uh, kefilta. Uh, fucking uh, look like a tumor in a jar. Yeah. A brain. Yes. That fucking jelly. Yeah, from the old country. Uh, Jelly, it was like a jar full of fucking jizz. So I fucking, uh, you know, uh, uh, what do you call it? But then we go to the playground. Everybody had a playground in their neighborhood back then. Playgrounds would play other playgrounds in softball or football. 
excuse me, and our playground was mixed. Right. You know, it was a dude from our block and other dudes. So it was a mixed, you know. Right. But high school, like my wife didn't think I went to a predominantly black high school. I mean, so I had a class reunion. I didn't graduate, but they invited me there because they wanted me to do comedy. Right. I go, fuck it, it was by my house. That's right. awesome. So I, I stopped in. And, and where's this at? Plainfield, New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, that's why I got it. It was a Plainfield Cardinals. That was yeah. our football team. Yeah. So uh, I went, and, and there was a lot of dudes I went to school with, and I was fucking trashing them during the fucking uh, stand-up, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then my wife came towards the end of the night, and she goes, oh, shit, you did go to a black high school. <laughs> because there was like eight or ten white people at the reunion. You know, it, right. was, it was three classes, I think, at Whenever that point. Whenever 70% of the, the former students show up eight. an hour and a half late, you get it. I mean, yeah. it's, it, it's kind of, it's it proven. Was, it was, yeah. Oh, it, you like this, right? people show up New Year's Eve, January 3rd. <laughs> they dropped the ball? <laughs> Fuck this bullshit. <laughs> oh, motherfuckers, I had my best shit on. <laughs> Yo, let, come on, Shanique, let's leave. <laughs> Fuck these motherfuckers. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, whatever you grow up with, with those kind of demographics, the things that we're not used to, if you're talking about the typical Jewish or white dude who's going to get into comedy, he doesn't have that kind of background. And to you, you already know the playbook. So to go in and be able to, in a positive way, yeah. exploit a room or own a room that you're not normally going to get in, yeah. that's fucking great. It's almost well, wolf in sheep's clothing well, to a yeah, degree. Wouldn't well, you say, Travis? Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, a, lot of, a lot of black comics go, I, I didn't like him. Then I realized he did live that life. Look, right. to me, a good comic, I mean, there's good comics that, you know, they start off, they write good jokes, and they, they're funny. And But to me, the best, the, my opinion, are people that have lived life and experienced. You know, I've been through divorce, I got kids, uh, I was an ex-crack addict, free base, you know, I, I'm sober longer than she's been alive. Right. Uh, you know, I grew up in that type of environment, uh, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, a dick touched my lip once or twice for crack, oh, it well. didn't break It oh. didn't break the barrier. Well, right. You know, just, of course, uh, yeah. Like right. that. Well, you can uh, show uh, Travis how you know, we get it no, for Instagram. No, I, I'm no? racist yeah, when it comes to that. Oh, okay. Okay. No, but here's but what I'm saying. So you get comics like Patrice and Colin. My crew, you know, Norn, uh, fucking, these motherfuckers have lived life. Uh, but yes. also, too, you can get a great comic like Brian Regan who has lived life. Right. But it's a different type of flavor, different type right. of comedy, which is you can't be any funnier than a guy like that. Or He is a name that consistently comes up he's as yeah. one of the best. And it's not even like, he's a comics comic. People just speak yeah. outwardly, outwardly well, about how great he is. Same with Stanhope. He is probably the, in my opinion, right now one of one of the best comics of this. That's era. That's another name that consistently comes oh, up. This, That's uh, this era. If you hear Joe Rogan talk about yeah. Doug Stanhope, it's yeah. as if he's talking about an like a, a, a member it's of the, somebody from the Bible. Like it's who's this Rogan guy? He's a he's some bald chump. He, he's yeah. A, yeah, he does he, he does some grappling he's thing. We didn't say he was a bald chump. Please don't pass that on to him. He will <laughs> never hear this. So. <laughs> Neither will anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, Stan but that's the difference. Like you have yeah. a somebody like yourself, a compliment from you. That's a serious thing. You're genuine and you have the chops. 
to to decide who's funny and who's not. Actually, Doug Stanhope, last time he's in town, played a small show at a, on Cherokee Street in the Hispanic district here. Yeah. Like, he isn't headlining Funny Bone or... Well, uh, he can if he wants. He, he could. Can, he could You're absolutely right. He, he has picks and chooses. He picks and chooses because yeah, he's got that much of a fan base and he's that good. Yeah. He could come in, do a bar, sell it out, go to the next town. He, it, it's, when you're that good and at that level, right? Uh, you, you make the calls. Right. Sure. You know, yeah. I try to make my own calls too, but also too, I got a family and I got to, I got to bend the knee I a little bit. Huh? And, you know, I got to do what I got to do right. to fucking not have my, you know, uh, house repossessed. What's <laughs> like? You know what I'm saying? No, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you have real consequences yes. to things. Uh, but he calls the shots and he should because I'm telling you, he's like, to me, you know, you get guys like Patrice and, uh, you know, Hicks and, and Stanhope and Louie, uh, Chappelle. I watched Chappelle the other night. You can't Stand be up. Any, Yeah, you, no, I watched him walk through the fucking room like a, <laughs> with binoculars, you fucking idiot. Uh, no, I I watched him I watched him quilting. It was the Chappelle Good. quilting hour. I was saying, I'm a huge fan <laughs> of Chappelle opening different. a jar of peanut butter. Yes, <laughs> kind of my thing. So, so, I watched him on stage. I'm going you can't be any funnier than this. No. You can't. It's almost impossible. Do you think, is he funnier? So we're 33. So that means when we were 19, he was at his peak at that point, at that yeah. point. So we saw him, you were at the show at Mizzou, were you not? We didn't know each other. No, then. that's when he was like, right yeah. off the cusp so of the second season of Chappelle University show. of Missouri, second season of Chappelle show could not have been bigger. I, d I saw that show. The, energy in the crowd, the people losing it. Granted, he's playing to a very attentive uh, audience as well. But just the sheer just force that he was then, is he better now? Oh, uh, yeah. He's so fucking good now. I watched him just for, you know, 20 minutes the other night at the comedy cellar. And Fold clothes in the back room. At the comedy that? He was folding clothes in the back room. Yes, the yeah. yeah, sure. Uh, and I'm not comparing myself to him at all. It's another level. But, And I'm sure a lot of comics, when I'm on stage, a lot of stuff that I've done, I try to make it look like it came off the top of my head. Right. I know how to do that. Of course. When I was watching him, I couldn't tell if he was doing it or if it would. And I, well, you, yeah, you could. I'm going, did he fucking just ad lib that or did he write that? And I'm that's going, crazy. I could not fucking figure <laughs> it out. I'm going, is this coming off his head? That's how he made it. He made it, He took it to another level where I'm going, did this fucking guy, has he been doing this bit? Or is this new? Right. Uh, or did he just think of it? That's how good it was. And I, I would just watch him going, holy fuck. You know, that, that's I say we're watching rock, but there's two different types. Right. right. It's two different types. But you've, but you've been in the industry for a while. Yeah. And, and 80 years or so. And, and that's, <laughs> I, no, that's when I was middling. <laughs> Good for you. 120 yeah. headlines. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. yeah. But then, then how do you, how does one then continue to evolve? What is, I mean, I'm sure, I'm not saying there's a silver bullet where, or a pill that you take and you just get better over time, but that ha I feel like, especially with athletes, you see them, I got to change my game up. I'm getting a little bit older. The times yeah. are changing. Offense are changing. Coaches are changing. Strategies are changing. I feel like you can do the same thing when it comes to comedy. Times change. Politics change. People's tendencies yeah. change. How have you guys been able to evolve with time, considering it's one of the most difficult crafts in the world? Well, one, it's 
not as physical sports. So oh, sports has a, you know, I mean, comics can do until they die. Yeah, until, literally. You know, yeah, you see comics 80, 90 years fucking yeah, old. Rickles Don Rickles uh, had yeah, literally dates yeah. he did not fulfill. Yeah. 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 Look at Joan Rivers. Look at fucking any of them. Red Fox. All of them. Mm. were. Uh, if you have your own voice, mm. when you find your own voice, right. you just go with whatever time. You know, you, you evolve right. just like times do you know uh i remember when you talked about planes it was hacky you know right, but then right, after right. 9 11 it became relevant right. it, it, <laughs> i'm not using that it became that's a good relevant yeah. you know uh you know you know back in the day it was hacky to do drive-through material through mcdonald's you know the, right. and that's the, right uh no one does that now because no one would even that's so far right. gone. Right, okay. Because we've been using a drive through for fucking 40 years. <laughs> right. You see what I'm right. saying? It's not a novel so, concept. It's, right. not a con it's not a concept. Right. You know, now we have uh, a president who's been roasting for a year and a half on, <laughs> right. on a right. permanent roast. Right, right. You know, so anything, you know, in your voice you'll find a way, or if you're just a joke writer, right. you know, look, to me... Anthony Zelzelnek is one of the best fucking joke writers. Yeah. Yeah. He's a great yeah. reader runner, great fucking joke mm -hmm. writers. You know, so Ant someone like Anthony doesn't care what, uh, who's president, doesn't care what's going on, political right. correctness, doesn't care, because his jokes are his voice, right. and they'll work any time. It, you know, it, he's not. Yeah, now five years from now, right, he'll right. still keep writing those misdirection, edgy right. you, jokes. But you, then, but then in this particular case, you've written for other comedians. Then how do you do that? How do you adjust then going well, from your I, voice to the end, getting to the voice well, of someone else? A lot of times, I don't. I'll punch up for other comedians, right, right. which is it's already their voice, and I might see something okay. that a punch up. I'm not sitting writing jokes unless it's a roast, right. and a roast joke isn't that hard. You know, if, if we're roasting him and you're one of the roasters, I would just give you a joke about him okay. and you would do it in the way you would deliver okay, it. Okay, I see. So I don't sit and write material for other people. I'll do, you know, if I see something, I go, oh, maybe you could try it like this or here's a bit or a and this call isn't, back These aren't up-and-coming comics. These are Chris Rock. These are these well, are people no, I, that you're, that are veterans that you work with. Yeah, but everybody will help somebody out if they see something. Right. And, and, you know, people come up to me, oh, maybe do this or do that. It's very rare I take... Because I know what I want to do, and right. you know, uh, my wife has helped me a lot in the beginning when we first met. You know, directing me in certain ways sure. or what you know, uh, well, talented I mean, in her own right too. I mean, that's what a yeah, source a to tap into. <laughs> well, she she writes, directs, has a book out, movie, directing a movie now. Stand, there's Bonnie nobody. McFarlane, if you guys yeah. aren't familiar, yeah. there's uh, cockblock. There's nobody. <laughs> There's <laughs> she's out of the room. <laughs> there's there's nobody I've seen except like a Louie or something that is as versatile as her. What did you so people like Louie And male and female. Yeah. Wow. You know. So people like Louie, I mean, you could say commercially didn't gain the notoriety he has now until what, ten years ago? I, In his forties, would you say? Well, I mean Pootie Tang helped him. That True. did well. Yeah. Uh you know, he's had, you know, it's weird. It's like someone like Zach Galifianakis, mm -hmm. who had a show on VH1 
that tanked. Yeah. He lost a lot of money. A lot of people got fired when he had that talk show. And you'd think, oh, he's done. But since that point to now, he was doing other shit. Right. Yeah. He was doing stand-up, making money, doing whatever. And now he's a fucking movie star. Right. I, you know what I mean? He's right. And funny as fuck. Right. Not, and uh, I have a weird story about Zach Galifianakis, too. Uh, 2004. It was He had done Out Cold, the snowboarder <laughs> movie. Do you uh-huh. know that movie, Jada? And he's in it. That was his, that and the Chop and Broccoli. Uh, uh, was that? No, that's Dana Carvey. He had a, maybe a Comedy Central 30 minutes and then Out Cold. Yeah. But that movie, that was the thing. He was the best thing in that movie. Oh, I'm it's sure. So the movie was like whatever. It's American Pie on a on a mountain, basically. Yeah. He comes through. I'm at Eastside Tavern in Columbia, Missouri. I'm a dickhead 21, 22-year-old hanging out. This furry little guy walks in to the bar. <laughs> I knew the bartender. I'm like, I'm kind of side-eyeing him a little bit doing that. And then uh, we didn't, we weren't quite sure. So I knew the bartender. I'm like, hey, is that that guy from uh, Out Cold? He's like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to ask him. I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. So I hopped behind the bar. I didn't work there. And I was like, hey, sorry, man, College Town. Got to see some ID, buddy. And uh, and he was like, oh, oh, of course, of course, of course, yes. Pulls it out. And I forgot what it was. Maybe it was California. And it was. And I just and I couldn't contain it. I go, I fucking knew it. Hey, man, what are you? <laughs> and he was so sweet and so nice. You know, yeah. whatever. Asked me where he should stay that night. He was doing a show at Truman State, north of Columbia. And uh, and was just the nicest guy. We took a Jaeger shot. And then I lost it whenever I saw him do a Jaeger shot in uh, the the Hangover yeah. movie. Either way, but I assume he's still a very close version of that to himself. And a guy yeah. like that's gonna just force his way to the top. Yeah, but also too, when you're that talented, it's so hard. I mean, it, it, someone's gonna see that talent. You know what sure. I mean? And it, it's just he's out there. You know, in stand up, and he's doing these rooms in LA, and they're always thinking, What can we do with Zach? Because right. look at this talent. And, yeah. And then once he did that first hangover, boom. Ball I mean, game. he blew, blew the fuck up. You know, same with Louis, since, you know, his show on HBO, yeah. after that was canceled or whatever, he was doing stuff. You yeah, know, he's, he's fucking, you know, he's directing, and, you know, these guys are always doing stuff. You know, look it's- at Billy, Billy Burr became a fucking major act. And that was yeah. just from comedy. I mean, he had parts on Chappelle. He had parts on uh, Breaking Bad. Right. But... He was a guy on there. Yeah. Stand-up. His stand-up, he got that big from stand-up, from doing all the Conans and all the, you know... Do, are you familiar with the clip of him berating Philadelphia for giving I was standing there. You were there. I okay. was standing right next to the... I was you hosting that show. No. He called... He's like, you... He's just... Laying yeah, you, know you were why? there. I don't. I need. I to, can tell you the story. Please, please. We're doing the ONA virus tour. Right. We're in Philly. I don't know. Twelve thousand people. Ten. So, the first half of the show, I host it. You know, it was uh, the first half. Jimmy Schubert from there, who, who who's from Philly, and some other comics. Then the second half, Opie and Anthony come out, and they hosted the second half of the show. So they, and this is what I remember, and I'm pretty sure this is how it went down. Because I was, you know, I'm, uh, I don't know who came out first, but I think Dom Irera. And the crowd, the crowd did not reach. You know, he wasn't a regular on the show, right. but he was from Philly. And the crowd, they didn't boo him. They didn't him. know him from Seinfeld? Yeah, <laughs> no, they didn't boo him, but they didn't respect. And Dom Irera... Is probably one of the funniest yes. 
alive. Yes. He's probably to ever do it. it. I agree. Yes. <laughs> Truly, he's in the, he really is. He is <laughs> by far so fucking fun. You know what I mean? He's the just fact a, that he played a hack on yeah. Seinfeld. What uh, was he? A prop comic or something? Oh, was he? I didn't or, say, yeah. yeah, yeah, he was. And I was just like, that is so yeah. funny that Dom Herrera is playing the exact opposite but, of him. So he was. I mean, he's great. Yes. You can He, you know, he's at the level of a uh, Jenny. Richard Jenny yep. and whatever, all the top guys right. from the 80s, 90s, 2000, whatever. Great. I love watching them. So, uh, and they, I don't know if they, I don't think they booed him, but they definitely didn't give him what he deserved. And Billy came out furious over it. Fear, do you There's know video the, of this online. Well, yeah, video. Do you know who the fuck that is? <laughs> do you know who the fuck that oh, was? Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Basically, right. fuck you, fuck Philly, fuck. And then he went into this fucking rant. And we're standing on, I'm standing on he the went, side. He was out of his own body. Like yes. he, he was controlling it from a. And that like, wasn't a planned thing. No. It was just out of respect for Dom and out of anger towards the audience for how they treated one of the best comics in fucking history. Right, right, <laughs> you know what right, I mean? Right. Yes. Uh, it's it's crazy, you know. Uh, and, he, you know, then we did Cleveland and Billy, and they, they tried to get him to, and it, that's when Billy, you know, someone started, they tried to heckle him and do it. And then Billy's like, I'm done with this tour, which I don't blame him because... It's the same as Chappelle, why he had to take a break mm -hmm. because everybody's yelling, you know, characters. I'm rich, from, bitch. Yeah, yeah. characters yeah. from his from his show, you know, and it's hard to do a fucking. That's why Chappelle fell off the map, but he was still doing clubs out in San Francisco, like the Punchline right. and right. stuff, where you could control the fucking audience. You can't control five thousand fucking, you know, mokes that are fucking yelling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Quit staring at me like I'm fucking deserted. <laughs> so, How does so it feel Billy, to have one of your heroes uh, tear no. you down a little bit? No, so, it, the best part of Philly, he screams at him, Travis. He's yeah. like, you racist pieces of shit. You have oh, the one of the greatest boxers of all yeah. time from here, and you give a fake boxer a statue. Yeah. Joe Lewis is yeah. from Philadelphia, and they're like, and you give Rocky a statue? Yeah. You got one of the best ever? And you, oh, it, But he kept looking at it his time. He goes, yes. 12 more minutes. <laughs> he was counting down. He was count it was fucking classic. One of the best. Classic. You were right there for it, too. Well, I was sitting right on the side of the stage. You know, because I was done. I hosted it. I was the second half of the show. Yeah. You know. And I bet you Dom didn't even give a fuck. He got paid. <laughs> no, he's like, I told you, Rob, Dom, Rob, Dom was like, who gives a fuck? I got my money. I'm out. Yes. You know, he's so, hey, I don't give a fuck about them. And then Bill and stands just, up. It, it fucking just set Billy off. And that's pretty much how, you know, I, I, I think that's why it happened. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> how long does it take to get to, I guess, maybe even that point? Or for you, when you got to the point in your career where all the politics and the bullshit that comes along with the industry, you weren't going to let that completely stay in your ear. I, I feel like when you, you guys have guys who've been in the industry long enough, there comes a breaking point where you're just like, look, this is what I'm going to fucking do. This is how I'm going to do it. And this yeah. is how I'm going to go through that door. But I feel like that takes some time. How long did that take for well, you? Here's the, here's the deal. The industry isn't giving me shit. Right. I got to do my own thing. Right. Every now and then I'll get some, whatever, you know what I mean? But, like, when I work with Chris, say I, I wrote on two Oscars. That's because mm -hmm. Chris likes me. You know, he hired right. me. Right. Just Nobody like he from hires the... his staff. Right. right. You know, the Oscars didn't hire me. Right. But, you know, uh, Tough Crowd. I remember with Tough Crowd, 
uh, Colin goes, uh, put Voss on. And the booker at the time goes, nah, he, he, Colin goes, are you out of your fucking mind? Put him on. Right? <laughs> right. I did, I did 35 tough crowds. Right. And the booker didn't, didn't want you. Didn't want me in the beginning. I did 35 of them. So you got to have, especially I'm older. Right. You know, what the fuck? What, they don't need me. Right. You know, uh, I got to create my own opportunities. You know, I got five CDs. I produced and did everything myself on right. it. I own them. I, I didn't use uh, Comedy Central records. I didn't use this records. I did myself. I get all the money. I think back that's a huge me. misconception that people think. Well, he's what? headlining. Things are easy now. Well, it never they're, ends. They're, they're, it never ends because I'll come in for a price, but someone will come in a thousand dollars cheaper. And clubs, a lot of clubs, you know, are, are about the quick fix now. Sure, you know. Yes. Uh, some I'm not saying all some, and and you know it's now it's about well, you know how many follow. Yeah, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. Right. It's about money. How many did? It, it, it's not about. I, look, I did a funny bone in Omaha, and the lady there. It was great because the lady that runs the club, part owner, watched the shows, mm -hmm. and she know she goes. Man, that was good. You know, she watched. Yeah, she's checking it. Yeah, yeah. She's watching the comic. A lot right. of places are just watching the seats, the numbers. Right. Bar you know, tabs so, and, yeah. So it does, you know, once, once uh, uh, you know, money or numbers, uh, you know, trump uh, creativity, mm -hmm. it's fucking, it, 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 it's fucked up. Wild it's, West. It's, it's yeah. you know, it's, it, you know, uh, and that's all you have as an entertainer. No one could take your creativity away. No one could take it away. I, I could write or do whatever I want. I might not have a place to fucking perform it, <laughs> but I could definitely do right. what I fucking want. Right. Uh, I create what I want. So it, whatever level you're at, you're trying to either stay at that level or get higher, not drop down. But there's always somebody that will fucking undercut you. There's always somebody... You know, look, when you're at, I'm at the, the, the middle level of headliners, the middle level. There's the headliners that will work for this kind of money that really can do the job, but, you know, then there's guys like in the middle that have done TV, people, some people know them, some don't, but they're definitely going to do, they're definitely going to kill. Yeah. Then there's the twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollar acts. Right. Whether show. Yeah. whether funny or not, they're going to get that kind of money because okay. maybe they're a YouTube sensation. Maybe they're that. You know. So when you're in the middle and you're fighting, you're fighting uh, a low budget headline. Or, People or, coming, passing, or dipping below you. Either yeah, way, it, 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 it's hard because they'll go. Well, we're going to fill the club. We're going to put in, uh, say, D.L. Ugly. He's going to sell out. Right. right. He's going to sell out. Right. All right. And we're going to use, you know, those type of acts this many times uh, a month. And then we're going to put in fucking, you know, Fly By Night Freddy that, that's been in a van traveling around the country headlining, hasn't done TV, right. but does the job and not taking away. So it's, it, when you're in the middle of stuff, so then you got to create your own stuff. We made that movie on our own. Yeah. We, we you know, our podcast, which is pretty popular. Yeah. At least uh, CDs. Uh, you know, we, we, we have shows that we do, live shows uh, we did in South by Southwest. Uh, we do our podcast live 
uh, we've done it at Montreal where we bring in a celebrity marriage counselor. Very nice. And we've had... Kindler. You just did it at Just for Laughs like what, a week no, or two no, ago? No, no. Okay. Just for Laughs yeah. was two years ago. This year we did it at South by Southwest. Yeah. You know, we've had Bill Burr as our counselor. We've had Kindler, Artie Lang, Norton, Ron Bennington. Oh God. And all of them kill. Of course. They'll kill. Yes. Uh, and then we have this other show we do live, Would You Bang Them, that we're trying to sell. It's where we have five comics come up, male comics. They do five, seven minutes. Then we have three female judges and usually a gay judge. And after their set, they discuss whether they would fuck them or not. From their set. <laughs> so it, we did that in South by Southwest and it fucking destroyed. That's awesome. It, you know, it was a lot of fun. So like, I, you know, I'm long-winded because there's really never an answer, but you got to just keep creating and do... Look, I, I'm i a comic. Yeah. I love doing comedy. Everything else is a fucking bonus. Mm-hmm. But you need those bonuses to sell fucking tickets. Yeah. Yes. You, yeah. Need, <laughs> you need... You know what I mean? After last comic standing, I was selling out theaters. You know, now they curtain off the second row when I'm on stage. But, <laughs> no. Uh, you know, it's just a fucking... How is it, I've I've heard and I've what? a unique thing with uh, doing stuff with Ian. But how was your experience on? Uh, I'll tell you his experience. He was laughing. He's like, I knew Clayton English was going to win the entire time, and he doesn't care for uh, Wanda Sykes at all. I don't. I guess they don't like each other. Oh really? Oh, yeah, yeah. He he jokes about it, but he was like, yeah, I don't know why, but she hates me. Either way, what was your experience with Last Comic Standing? And well, do you think it was a positive thing? Season. I was on right. the first season, so it was new and it was hot. Yeah, and we were in a house, so. I looked at it. Was Jay was Jay Moore part of that or no? Yeah, he, he was. Co- he created. He created. Yeah, right. He was the host that year. Right. 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 I looked at it as a sitcom without a script. I didn't care about the stand up. I wanted to do shit that they were going to remember me by. Right. right. You know, I, we were in a house. It was a reality yeah. show. Right. So, I. I uh, he does nothing. I, uh, <laughs> I. I figured out a way. You know, with Dave Mordal and stuff. To, he came up with most of the stuff. He came. We took a bath together. <laughs> We did a lot of shit. Uh, fuck. Uh, text a little more. Yeah. Yeah, we got a photographer coming in. You're coming. Uh, so, uh, uh, so long, Mulaney. So, <laughs> he calls Sam Jones. I just said, you know what's funny? Now I see it. I see it now. I would have never thought you. Now, now, I, now I see it. Needed to take the engineer down a peg. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so my, you know, and I was not going to do it. I wasn't going to do it. It would have been the biggest mistake in my life, you know. The exposure. It was unbelievable. It was on NBC prime time. Prime time. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the first season, so it was hot. Uh, bought me a fucking house. We went on tour, you know, and we're doing, doing great. Uh, I knew it was going to end. You know, other it's so weird. Back then, Mike, I was on fucking fire. I had last comic standing. Tough crowd, Opie and Anthony. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrote for the Oscars. Bonnie had an HBO special. I got this Oscar. We had a pilot with Comedy Central that we were going to make a fortune, each of us, me and Bonnie. It was about us. Uh, headline in theaters. The Oscar gift bag that was worth maybe a hundred grand. <laughs> all the gifts in it. Sure. Okay. Uh, nice. I, okay. So now the gift bag runs out. No more gifts. The pilot's not picked up. Right. Tough crowd is canceled. Uh, what else? Opie and Anthony canceled at the time. Uh, all of it gone. 
and now I have a 10-year-old. Uh, <laughs> that, that's a fucking <laughs> wake the fuck up moment, huh? Jesus. Oh, and I still have the Dooney and Burke bag that the uh, Oscar <laughs> gift, that the be- gifts came in, the, the fucking certificates yeah. and the prizes. I still have the bag, the Dooney and Burke, which about <laughs> just it. Just hanging on to that just in case yeah, shit so, really gets bad. Well, that was a $500 <laughs> fucking travel bag, Dooney and Burke. <laughs> The, the the bag was five hundred that the gifts came in. <laughs> yes, that I pay taxes for. Uh, oh. uh, so we've talked about you a little too much in this interview. Yeah. So let's get back to your friends. Where would Patrice O'Neill be? It, he he had a spot on the Office, which now looks even crazier. Uh, respected everywhere. Untimely passing. Where do you feel like he would be creatively, or what he would be doing if he was right. still with us? Eating. <laughs> Eating cake, which he shouldn't have been doing. Okay, that's why he's not here because he ate cake when he wasn't supposed to. Okay. R.I.P. <laughs> Fair answer. Uh, that <laughs> or fucking mole. <laughs> he uh, is at another level, Patrice. You know, I mean, just another fucking level. Just a funny. He probably would have been the biggest comic right now. I mean, not. I don't think he would have passed Chappelle or Rock, but he would have been up there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would definitely, have been a household name. But yeah, I feel like there was that. also, though, that circle, man. I feel like maybe you guys did it on purpose or you didn't. You just were just around a bunch of talented people, but you guys, I felt like, pushed each other. Like, I felt like everyone must have bounced everything off each other, hence why everyone from those core well, he just ended did up it. blowing up. Right, so I'm just saying... <laughs> he's, he's the guy's dad, and he's still trying to ratchet it up a notch. <laughs> right. I but, killed that at funeral. I headlined it. But killed. Was, <laughs> killed. I headlined his funeral. I mean, you know, fucking Kevin Hart, Colin, they all went before me. I closed out. I opened up with, after the funeral, I'll be selling my CDs. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> fucking killed it, man. Good for and you. Yeah. yeah, I do good. I do well at funerals. I did uh, time at Otto's. Did some, I killed at Otto's funeral. Uh, Rich Foss funeral yeah. comic. <laughs> now that hey, a, that's that our a, that's our sitcom. There We're it is. There it is. That's Elaine, man. Uh, we all. That's what we did. We just fucked with each other. We that's just perfect. Kevin Hart came under us. He yes, came up with yes. us. You know, I just went to a Super Bowl party. Everybody there is his crew, and they're all you know. Me and Ke- me and Keith were trashing him the whole party. He's a fucking multi-billionaire. He's the biggest thing in comedy. He's selling out stadiums, and we're trashing him at his dumb Super Bowl party for his stupid fucking Facebook Super Bowl party. Go fuck yourself, Mister. I can't stop creating. Fuck off. Fuck off. I knew him when he was sitting on fucking Willie Tyler's lap. <laughs> Oh, the great Kevin Hart. Yeah, <laughs> he's fucking so funny and the nicest. I mean, he was like, our yeah. in our crew. Right. Yeah. Look how big he is. He sold out a fucking stadium. Football stadium. He, he sold, sold out, out a stadium. Lake. He sold out with the Eagles. <laughs> yeah. play. He sold out with the Eagles. He got more people than the Eagles. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's Eagles Stadium. Right. And Kevin Hart got more people. He's so fucking big. You, it's crazy. How big. And if you're in the fourth row, it just looks like a tick with a microphone. Okay? He stinks. You fucking fraud. Go fuck yourself. But, okay, no. now, but with that being said, I would imagine, though, you've seen, and because one thing that we've consistently talking to a lot of really good comedians is that, obviously, that drive. I would imagine you've seen, though, a bunch of talented people who didn't have that drive. How many people along your way have you seen folks just go, 
I just I just can't keep going forward because you get can a super talented one sitting comic right across from you. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking did. Hey, I'm, Trav, don't I'm, put the mirror right up to it. I'm face. mentally retired, <laughs> just not financially. Yeah, you think you'd be hanging out with us? Fuck no, face. I see a lot of a lot of comics as they get older, like you, and they just like I can't. I'm. This is it. I'm just going to do what I do. I'm not. You know, they stop right. creating. Yeah, they stop yeah, writing. Yeah. But they still and, have a livable wage. You're saying. Well, the yeah. problem here's the thing. I keep writing myself because I get a lot of repeat fucking fans that come. Right. Yeah. And they don't want to see, you know, sometimes, last night I threw a bit, some old stuff in and some new, you know, it's hard to come up with a fucking new hour. It takes me about two years because I'm yeah. lazy. Wow. To, <laughs> no, well, a new hour of stand That's a lot. I mean, you know, that's a lot of fucking, so I, it takes me about two years to, I drop in stuff and, right. you know, uh, and, and, but then, you you know, there's guys that, or gals, uh, oh God, <laughs> what am I fucking on Broadway? Uh, <laughs> that don't get too many repeat audiences, so they don't get, they just coast. Yeah. You know, I they see. surrendered. They right. coast and, right. you know, and some of them do cruise ships or, or, or whatever where it doesn't matter. You just right. got to get through the set, you know. But they'll always do comedy, or or some just fucking stop. You know, it takes a look. At, I'm no, I'm not a fucking, I'm not young and traveling like this. It takes takes its toll. Yes, I mean, of course. you know, it's fucking, yeah. you know. But it's like it's like uh, you know, careers. You look at a heart monitor, it goes up and down. You, right. They want to go straight across. You're fucking dead. Mm. It goes up and down. Careers. You know. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it, just like you say, like, you know. Zach or Louie, you know, they're at their peak and there was times they were low, yeah. but they kept, they were still fucking doing what they do and the monitor was going up and down and now it's up. It ain't dropping for Louie. No. It ain't dropping for Zach. Yeah. That's, that's I mean, even happen. though at night I pray, you right. know, something yeah. that, you know. Something terrible. Yeah, I mean, I love reading on the internet what shows were canceled. Okay. <laughs> what about no. this? What about this? <laughs> Forbes list. Did you see this shit? I, Forbes, the Forbes list? I of- would rather watch you guys get successful than, wa- <laughs> than read that fucking dumb list. Read that fucking dumb list. Did you, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. The, te- the top 10... Highest paid comics. Or 15 million. Yeah. Okay, so, and this stands out, and I'm not picking on the guy. He's very talented. He's very Who, funny. Who, Jeff Dunham? <laughs> I'll pick on, I think I'm not no. talented enough to pick on him in a unique way. He's been picked on Is that on who you're going to go with? No, after? Sebastian Manis- Manis- Maniscalco. Well, you don't think he's funny? I think he's hilarious. He's great. I didn't know he's he made funny. 15 million a year in touring. He was number yes. 15 on the- uh, He's funny. On the li- on the Forbes list. Wow. And, I, and I'm not, wow. I'm, he's very funny, and he's very talented. Yeah. Kudos to him for pushing through. I had no idea he was that level. Oh, he sells out uh, his race and seats. Uh, no, he, uh, I think he's uh, he's fucking funny. Yeah, he's, he, and he's. He, I mean, he he's fucking funny. Absolutely. And his bits. Families come to see him. True. You know they bring he. It, boom, he exploded. He's mm-hmm. fucking funny, though. I don't know what other comics say. All I know is when I hear him, I think he's fucking funny. I agree. I, I enjoy him. I it, yeah. I saw him on that list. You have Seinfeld at number one. You have Chris Rock in there. Not surprising. Yeah. I was just surprised at, at seeing something like that. And more power to him. I like seeing names like that. And plus, like places like Forbes. It, it's, it's interesting. It, yeah. It, it, that guy sells more fucking tickets. You know, yeah. I just need one year like that. 
and then I could quit. <laughs> you and Bonnie were right off into the sunset. No, no, I didn't. I didn't say me and oh, Bonnie. Excuse I, me, I said Pardon I. No. You and Jada. <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm banking on my ten year old. She's already making games on her phone. She Get takes, out of here. She goes to camp for coding. Oh. Most kids go to camp. Oh, wow. She goes to coding camp. Yeah. Two years in a row at Princeton. You know, and and in her camp, I don't know if. A lot of Asians and Indian kids who right. are probably the brightest. Right. She's always topping her fucking camp. Get out of I'm here. I'm not fucking lying. Whose idea she's, was this? My my wife spends all the time. My okay. wife makes. She's my daughter. Is a, she's making movies on the her iPad now, and she's it's crazy. Ten years fucking old. <laughs> I, that, she's uh, that's my bank. That's my future. <laughs> I like that. I'm okay. about to say yeah. Like that's gonna be like she's gonna take over the world because she's gonna have your personality. She's yeah. gonna be able to code. On me and Bonnie, she's a terror. <laughs> you have to see. She's just so fucking funny, man. She doesn't have time. She's just a little kid, and then someone she'll come up. We take her to comedy clubs all the time with us. We right. Know? And it's like putting her in a prison yard. She's, <laughs> you know, someone she'll be on a computer, and some comic will come up and say something. She'll give him the little middle finger, but it's so small. Right, right. One day, one day it's we're beautiful. at the comedy cellar, and Keith Robinson. She's always fucking with Keith. Keith comes in with Wanda. So my daughter's sitting there with her stuffed animal, and Keith comes in, and my daughter gives her the fi- gives Keith the finger, and Wanda says, "Look, it's either the finger or the stuffed animal. You can't have both. You can't have both. You can't be a kid with a stuffed animal and then give the finger. So pick one. Right? Yeah. If you're gonna be the hard ass <laughs> yeah. little kid, please take that yeah. path. It was so funny. Gosh, Rich, uh, we're excited to have you in St. Louis, man. You've been so thanks. generous with your time, man. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Well, you think I just a motive to stay here? I'm, I'm looking at the skirt. Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> That's you know, why we bring her in. Uh, who, she looks like uh, uh, Liv Tyler. She. What What do you get? Do you get that a lot, Jada? Yeah, Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler a lot? Who yeah. else? My wife and I were driving up 6th Avenue the other night. There's this big billboard of Victoria's Secret models. And hands down, they're the top of the line. They make Calvin Klein models, in my opinion, look like meth addicts. They're so, <laughs> right. And we're standing at this billboard, and my wife says, I would never want to look like one of them. I go, well, there's a wish you don't have to waste, okay? <laughs> they don't eat fucking nachos at 2 in the morning. Aww. Okay? Don't go, oh. You won't be go- you'll be going all later, but it'll be a different reason. <laughs> go, oh. Uh, do you have a boyfriend? I do. Why? why? I mean, where? Where? Oh, wow. He's here. He's actually he does stand up and he improv. Does, does he? Yeah. Improv. He does improv too. Uh-huh. <laughs> he actually. This is great. Carly, one of the girls on here, she says that um, it looks like John Stamos and Aladdin fucked each other, and my boyfriend is the result of that. Oh really? Yeah. That's what he's that good looking. Uh, yeah. How it's tall crazy. is he? Um, like six one. Wow. Cut or uncut? Super no. cut. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, not that cut. Uh, uh, no, no. He's six one. Uh huh. What's he packing? As far as like a weapon? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. No. He, he has a delightful spirit. Yeah. Yeah. He has a wonderful personality. He's so charismatic. He's a physicist by trade. Well, so he's a comic? Good. Uh-huh. Cool. Yeah. Well, at least you got to stay with somebody in the in the same business you're in. Absolutely. A fucking dentist would bore the fuck out of you. Right? You got to, you know. You well, we be... just did, I just did a sex scene in this movie I was in, and there's no way I would have been able to do what I did had I not been with an actor who understands what's going on. Yeah. And how actually did uncomfortable he get hard? it is. 
Did um, he actually come on television? I, maybe. I think. He did? Yeah. Oh. It was hard. There's like 10 dudes around you, and then you're supposed to perform this thing. I, I and hard with 10 dudes around It's like, <laughs> but you don't, <laughs> because they're not even enjoying it. They're serious. They're like trying to get the lighting right, and then they have the camera on your face, and they're like, you can't move too much. Did you but make you have out? to make it look like you you're doing it. You had to make out, right? Uh-huh. Lots of kissing. Wait, is that her boyfriend? Yeah. Let me see. Chris is showing him a, a picture of uh, the hottest human being in St. Louis. <laughs> I think a picture on the with long hair. He, 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 you know, this one, he looks like a low-budget John Hamm. <laughs> but this one, he looks like John Hamm in prison, which is much more sexier. Uh, Does he have long hair now or short hair? He has short hair. Uh, tell him to grow it again. Yeah, he just got a haircut. No, he's, he's easily could be more casted like this. Like this, he's, you know. Oh, I'm uh, trying to get the beard back. I love that. Yeah, because, and then later on when you kiss him, you could taste some pussy juice from earlier. Always. I love tasting myself. Uh, And and I think that's the perfect spot (laughs) to conclude today's (laughs) interview. (laughs) That's Rich Voss. He's at the Funny Bone all weekend long. Gotta go see him. We're gonna come out and see him. And uh, we're we're gonna see him work his craft. Rich, Absolutely cannot thank you enough thank you so for coming well, by, man. Thank you for having me. This is uh, if this doesn't go on the resume. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining. We are live, Rich. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Oh, man. <laughs> you are now tuned in to the Free Play Media Podcast Network.